your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. So watch the program. Talk about it with your family. everyone welcome to special presentation with mike and ethan or elf will not be seen tonight you know i didn't realize that when we dove into the world of anime there was actually going to be an anime about us <laughs> so uh who do you consider yourself uh more more of a more of a peepee or a poopoo i'm more of a peepee me or a popoko uh Good question. Actually, I think I see elements of both of myself, but, you know, the bit with, you know, what is one plus one? Two. <laughs> that that felt like how I how I feed you jokes sometimes. So, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Um, so we looked at Pop Team Epic this week. This was, uh, okay. Um, Ethan, you, you'll, you're going to have to walk me through this. Okay, Pop Team Epic, a Japanese yonkoma, which just uh, which started out. I think this is maybe our second or is it third web comic that has been adapted into a uh, animation. Um, well, this is. Let's see. We've looked at Sabrina online, and I think uh-huh. we looked at uh, Control Alt Delete. Yeah, and uh, um, uh, Sinfest. So that's I guess true. This is our fourth. Technically, Sinfest was never uh, adapted. Yeah. We just talked about it because we, yeah. because why not? <laughs> <laughs> because it was on. It was on everyone's mind. And How so? Are there any other web comics that have actually been adapted to video? I don't. I uh, mean, I know. You, th- well, still in the anime department, have you ever heard of uh, One Punch Man? I have heard of One Punch Man. Yeah, that was in fact a web comic to start with. Believe it or not. Wow. Okay. So I guess uh, Japan is uh, once again they're uh, they're ahead of us in uh, in the web comic uh, to uh, cartoon development as opposed to in the West where we have uh, I guess they tried to do what is it like least I could do like I think that guy like collected a lot of money to make a cartoon and I don't know that he actually ever did maybe he did don't know I, I have no idea I mean I'm trying to think of web you know, web comics that got a uh, that got an adaption, and oh wait, no, silly me, this is our fifth one because we just looked at uh, at Lackadaisy. Oh, that's true. There is Lackadaisy that counts, and I just thought it remembered something. There is another web comic that got adapted into a an actual live action film. Uh, I think Marry Me started as a web comic. If Marry you've heard of that, me? no, yeah. I, don't think I have. Uh, so this was, uh, I'm going to like screw this up because I am relying entirely on memory and I'm not going to look it up because that's not how we do things on this podcast. No, if you want actual, don't. if you want actual accurate information that we don't come here, you come here for like half remembered rumors from about like 20 years ago. Uh, but no, so back in the old days, there used to be a website that had web comics on it called 
Keen Space or Keen Spot. Eventually, I think they became Comic Genesis. But the important thing is that Keen Space, whereas any idiot could get a a website and just put their comic on it, and Keen Spot was only... Oh, that was the creme de la creme. Uh, Oh, yeah, you had a Keen Space site, didn't you? Yeah, that was where uh, Panic High School ran. And it's still there, so... Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, All six uh, months of it. Like a bug preserved in amber. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't throw shade, though, because I'm the same way. I have uh, a couple Keen Space comics, and um, we... and they, they have all preser- They're all preserved in amber, and we can all look back and they're like, oh, my God, I would never say that today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's a problem when you're putting comics up in, like, the early days of the aughts. They are... Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think Pan... I, honestly... It's been a while since I've looked back at Panic High School. I feel like it's probably aged better than a lot of early aughts web comics. Um, yeah, but it still kind of smells of you know white guy trying to be cool about race. That's true. Uh, well, it's better than like my web comic from the early aughts, which was you know the opposite, which is like I'm a ba- white guy being like I'm a badass who makes fun of everyone. I'm not politically correct. Uh, that's really aged well, actually. I guess. It, <laughs> In a way, it has because, like, the anti-political correctness is like bigger now than ever before. Now that we've got like a thriving Nazi movement, you know, they yeah. love that shit. Um, but it was a uh, lot easier to enjoy when we thought Nazis were all dead and buried. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you know, a lot of that. I mean, I don't. I, I'm talking about this like like I had you know a web comic that was like the 14 words or something. It wasn't actually that bad. I just you know it was very edgy. It was like an it was edgy teenager shit. Um, but it's still there probably, and I'm sure that it still links to uh, to your comic as well. So yeah, which is I, funny. I appreciate that. So yeah, we've been. We have been uh, teamed up together since 2010. We are, Damn. We are, we are joined like Chang and Ang, baby. <laughs> That's right. We are uh, uh, bravely facing the future. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so w- there was Keen Space or, and Keen Spot. And Keen Spot was where the quality comics were um, mm-hmm. for a given value of quality. Because if you look at Keen Spot comics, boy, they, again, product of their time. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. What was a Keen Spot comic that was big? Um, roomies, uh, I think. Roomies? Or maybe? Or, or wait, was was uh, the other one by... He's like a relative of the room of uh, David Willis. Is like the... Melonpool? Was that one? Oh, that yes, on? yes. Melonpool, I think, was on there. That sounds like a big yes to me. Um, I think Melonpool is one of them. Um, well, let's see. Uh, let me just go to Keen Spot and see what we got here. Um, how many of these uh, are from the before times? Uh, wow. Um, we all remember, of course, uh, Two Kinds, you know. Still which- around. Invented furry porn on the internet. Uh, there's no pink ponies. Y'all remember that one, of course. Um, sister powers, sore thumbs, superiority. Uh, superiority is, is I believe, I think that was the one that was written by like the the website owners, like you know, drunk brother-in-law. So they had to put it on Keith Spot. <laughs> um, and um, they, there's also, oh well, what do you know? What do you know? Um, th- marry me is right there. 
Oh, as I, as I did not know. So "Marry Me" all by also written by the uh, uh, drunk brother-in-law of the website owner. Uh, oh. Bobby Crosby. I shouldn't call him drunk. I'm literally just making that up. <laughs> I've I have no idea if he's a drunk or not. I'm I'm just because I believe the guy who runs was it the, the site. 2000s? He was probably drunk. Probably because because it's like you know the um, Keen Spot I believe is owned and run by Chris Crosby and so Bobby Crosby I assume is his like brother who's I I think is his brother and I always just make jokes about like oh yeah it's just like. His, uh, his drunk brother-in-law sleeping on the couch that he has to, like, give him a webcomic because, mm. you know, that that's always the joke that I've been saying about this guy for about, like, 20 years at this point, which is just complete slander. I, I have no clue about the relationship between Bobby and Chris Crosby. I'm sure it's very amicable, and I'm sure that, like, you know, Chris Crosby was like, hey, my brother did a comic. I actually think it's really good. It deserves to be on Keen's spot. No nepotism involved at all. Anyway, I'm you can see I'm salty Maybe- because... <laughs> I was on- it's the other way around and Chris Crosby is uh is forcing his uh brother to create create these uh things against his will. He's like, "No, I just want to work at McDonald's, man." No, make more comics. Come on. <laughs> uh you like, can see like Robert Crumb's brother, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> see, if if um if Bobby Crosby had his brothers, he would just live in an abandoned hotel and eat a string that passes through his body. That's what he really <laughs> wants to do. Um now, but Chris Crosby make you jump, jump. <laughs> you know, it's Chris. You know, he would like rather hang out with Stills, Nash, and Young, but <laughs> that wasn't the V. Anyway, so so I'm, I'm just being very salty here about Keen Spot because I was Keen Space. I never got onto Keen Spot. Um, but I thought you were. I mean, I thought you know, I thought getting to know you was like, oh shit, I better I better comb my hair. Oh really? Yeah, you thought I was a you thought I was a big deal back then, huh? Uh, I still do. Well, well, thank you, thank you. Well, you know what? I think that the real big deal is the friends that we made along the way. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we're both old timers on the internet. We've both been around for a long time, so by default, we're a big deal because That's you true. know we we've survived all the competition. Everyone who tried to kill us is dead now. Um, That's right. But. Uh, anyway, <laughs> fuck anyway. that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy who led a who tried to lead uh, a something awful brigade against my website. I buried him. Oh shit! Which guy was that? Uh, I forget his name. It was like no uh, something that started with a Z. I don't even want to give him the, uh, but he. I don't even want to give him the uh, benefit of the doubt. But he looked up my real name and uh, had a big slander uh, thing about you know put me on a big list of assholes. So Jeez. yeah, so he's kind of my Isaac Baramoff. So. Wow. Wait, wait. So I that actually oh, this is something awful though, right? Maybe it might okay. have just been 4chan. I don't even know anymore. Oh. I never I, I didn't s- I didn't look to see where it was coming from. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, like in the aughts, that was uh that was kind of unkosher to go that far because in those days it was kind of I there was a general sense of what stays on the in, you know, the internet is not real life. So yeah. actually, like hunting down someone's real name and doxing them was it felt a little like beyond the pale in those days. Nowadays, like yeah. everybody does it. It's just yeah. you know, but um, back I then. Doxed you the other day. Yeah, you know, like back then, because I know Portal of Evil supposedly had that like um, you know uh, 
prime directive thing where they wouldn't go and harass people i don't know that it was enforced very well but in theory they had it i think something awful was a little more um uh proactive in their yeah. uh attacks but rip. Yep. yeah but you know what um uh whatever uh, everyone was terrible in those days um <laughs> But the important thing about all this is Marry Me is a webcomic on Keenspot, which is a romantic comedy graphic novel about a pop star frustrated with her love life who marries a random fan holding a Marry Me sign at one of her concerts. Huh. Um, okay. Yeah. Great, so great that, start, I guess. Yeah. So that is that is the webcomic, which I have never read, so I know nothing about it. But it was adapted into a film starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. So, Holy shit. Yeah, so it actually had some star power, which boggles my mind when I was like, wait, you mean, when I actually saw this movie came out, I was like, wait, it's based on the fucking webcomic? What? <laughs> I mean, I guess that, I guess that's success. In fact, not only did it, oh, wow, it actually just came out last year. So it is actually a very recent film. Um, oh, Huh. I did not know that. I, yeah. I assumed this was something that came out in 2008 or something. No, no. It's actually... Uh, so it came out in 2022. And um, let's see. It made $50 million worldwide, which I sounds like a lot to Pretty me. small. Yeah. 50. Oh, is it small? I don't know how much. I don't know how well, much. Well, I mean, what, what would you think the... If it was like a $1 million budget, then they'd be, they were probably like, yeah, more webcomic movies. But if not, then, you know, if it was if it's a uh, 30, 350 million dollar special effects extravaganza, then no. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. It's got a 61 percent uh, positive on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and um, it won um, a People's Choice Award for Jennifer Lopez getting best female movie star of 2022. So good on that. Anyway, um, so this is a film that exists. Um, I, I guess. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I guess we'll I guess we will look at it one of these days. And yeah, we better. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not talking about that this week at all. We just nope. went on this. This was just a, a, a great 15 minute uh, diversion into nothing because we're yeah. looking at pop team epic which you were saying because, was a web which comic. is a 15 minute diversion into nothing so yeah it's appropriate so yes so i've shared some uh, pop team epic strips with you so you can see how it has the the how it shares the flavor of the show that we watched yeah um this is extremely uh a dada i guess yeah Um, I guess I guess I, I I'm familiar with Pop Team Epic as a thing that is a meme. Like I keep seeing yes. these two like you've little seen girls the faces around before. If yes, you, if you've never if, if you don't know anything else from Pop Team Epic, you know the strip where Popuko says, "Ah, you are motherfucker." Yes, you you you've seen them. They've got those little like uh, upset like uh, mouths, little cat mouths. You know? Yeah, they have these cat mouths that the anime took completely literally, so their cat mouths never open, and they just sort of bob up and down like Ren Hoek's lips. <laughs> yeah, um, they made a lot of... Well, I guess what this is, is... Um, uh, this is, this is shaped like the Batman logo. Yeah, this is an extremely online 
comic strip. Um, yes. I mean, it's a web comic, but it's like when you when I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is that that famous uh, absurdist uh, Gen Z humor that I've heard yep. so much about um, because I'm, I'm reading these comics. and I don't understand them. I'm so confused. Like, what do these mean? <laughs> there's there like there's one where a guy, his head explodes and then the girl says he's good. He only fainted. And then the rest of him explodes. And the girl says, yep, all good. And it's, I mean, <laughs> and her friend am- both times was like, whoo, good. Woo. It, it amuses me, but it's like, but I'm not sure, but I guess, I guess that's the point. It's like, it doesn't, it's not supposed to mean anything. It's just like funny. Cause it's random, you know, yeah. speaking of web there comics, is- I do. That was a thing that was very funny about web comics being they were, that they were random. I remember that. And this one, this one is not just random, but also being filtered through a totally different uh, cultural uh, idiom. So you know, um, it's, sh- it's, chock full of references that we don't know yeah um so there's another comic here where the one girl says polish me and the other girl says okay and the first girl says when you polished me i ended up being smaller and the other girl says i collected the paired off bits and made one more of you and then the two girls are looking the two identical girls are looking at each other yeah staring at each other in this kind of murderous expression so um, I guess that means that when they're talking about polish, they mean they're like scraping off bits of her because yeah. not like not like polishing with like polish. Yeah, polish, polishing like, I don't know, like with a one of those uh, one of these these foot file things that uh, gets all the that gets all the hard stuff off of your foot and turns it into gross powder. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I when I use that, I could definitely uh, turn the paired off bits into one more of me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so these are um, they're very yes. So this is very random, very Japanese. Um, I, I guess it's good to know that they are a web comic. I just assumed for all these years that they were like mascots for something, like probably a theme park or something that I wasn't aware of. Uh, here, oh, here's a uh, the comic version of a, a uh, one that was adapted into the show, but it's a it's a little clearer. But I don't think the joke works as well. Let's see. Uh, wants to hear a sexy voice. Wants to hear a sexy voice. And the other girl says, "Me, please." Potato. And then at the end, she's potato chips in like funny font, and uh, the girl's all blushy because it's a sexy voice. Um, I, 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 yeah, that was adapted into the cartoon, but it was, but in the cartoon, they completely changed the context. So now she's not just sitting, standing, yelling, who wants to hear a sexy voice through a loudspeaker? She's like driving an ice cream truck through the neighborhood. And, and there's this, you know, pop song, like, here's a sexy voice. Here's a sexy voice. And Popoko runs up and yells service, please. And she runs up and says, potato with butter on it oh and, yes and then it falls and then the uh song goes to sexy vo- you know hear a sexy voice saying really unsexy things yeah um <laughs> that's i mean i guess that's pop team e- that is kind of the essence of pop team epic um yeah I, and also 
I, I feel like our job was done for us because there was also a song that uh, basically predicts every complaint you have with the show. <laughs> that the jokes are too niche and uh, it, the actual jokes that you know from the comic aren't reproduced very well. <laughs> well, since I don't know the comic, I guess, you know, it's uh, I, I, I can't complain about any of that. Um so it's, what about the weird gimmick of this show? The two versions of every episode. Oh, yeah, that took me a little while to figure out. Because yeah, I, was, I was a little thrown by it, too. I was like, isn't there isn't there more? What happened? Yeah, because I I thought I was watching and I was like, oh, it must have ended. I guess they just were they accidentally put two of the same episode on this, you know, in this uh, file. In this, yeah file so i was like well you know maybe i should just skip ahead because it was like 15 minutes and then it seemed to start repeating so i was like all right i'll just skip ahead to make sure and then i found some new stuff and i was like oh okay i guess there's more so i watched that and then it started repeating again so i was like oh okay i guess i skip ahead and that time when i skipped ahead i was like wait a minute this is this is different <laughs> yeah that that is the really unusual thing about this show is that every show aired twice on television but the second airing had a totally different voice track. Both times they start with female voices and then the second run, they have male voices. Huh? I mean, I, I did notice that. And I just thought like, again, they're, it's like, well, you know, it's what they're being surreal. So, you know, they are being surreal, but at the same time, I feel like this was, you know, as they said, the, there was definitely a, concerned that the that the good stuff that you knew from the comic would not be translated well because you know uh, there are an awful lot of say peanut strips that i think are way the hell funnier and when you read them yourself than when you hear children lisp their way through them on the cartoons yeah and yeah there's the the one that this made me think of is that there's a there's yeah, there's a there's one where Charlie Brown throws a pitch and the unseen batter gets a home run and Schroeder comes up to Charlie Brown from with wearing his pitcher mask, pitching his catcher's mask and says, "Thus endeth the ball game." And as he walks away, Charlie Brown sighs, "Aye, thus endeth the ball game." And it's, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just four panels of where the only joke is that they're they're speaking in this weird kind of biblical uh, phrasing, but it's I don't know I I think it's really funny just the way it's drawn, and I can't imagine you know a cast of children getting it, getting it right. Yeah, so, that's that's a good point. Um, so yeah, with this, with this one, it, it feels like they they hedged their bets and did two versions. Huh. Um, I, I guess the question is, so would you, which one do you have a preference between the, the lady voices and the guy voices? Um, no, I think they were both quite good actually. Yeah. And especially I mean, because, especially in the English version. Mm, I, I only watched the English version, so I can't compare, but like, I, yeah. I, I think because this is such a, the surreal nature of this show is such that like, it kind of works both ways. Like yeah. when they when they switched to the dude voices, I literally didn't blink. I was just like, oh, okay, sure, that makes sense yeah. because you know they're jumping between animation styles uh, all, all constantly. So it's like, why not? You know? Yeah. This um, 
This show is actually animated by about six to eight different animation studios. I guess because they were on such a tight uh, schedule that they couldn't get one to do them all. So they just... So and so they leaned into it and decided to be like, okay, everyone do it in their in your own unique style. And some of them are drawn in bizarrely poorly. You you probably saw those that there's one where they seem to have uh, interpreted their kitty mouths as like double uvulas hanging out of their throats. Yeah, I did not like that. But that was not. Oh, that was pure body horror. Yeah, yeah. Um. But, you know, it does give the vibe of it feels like one of those uh, projects that people do on YouTube where they're like, oh, you know, like um, reanimated. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The reanimated where they just take random like, hey, two wet bears reanimated. Um, <laughs> did they do two wet bears? Um, I don't know that they did that. I, I couldn't think I was trying to think of what they did. But the only one that came to mind was the uh, when Ridiculous Cake did Willy Wonka reanimated. I didn't want to say <laughs> that and reveal that I'm a pervert, but I just did. So whatever. Uh, it's like, oh, the people I, listening can be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I can't believe Mike's a pervert. It's like, yeah, it's not like we talk about this every single fucking episode. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, the one that I saw was uh, Platypus Duck reanimated. And that, which is I, apparently an episode of the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Oh, uh, I was not aware of that. Um, which I I've guess never... we should watch because it's an episode where they go into the comics page. Oh yeah. That, that sounds great. Um, that's, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> sounds, I bet. Yeah, well, the funny pages, it should be lots of fun. I bet oh, Scooby-Doo really, like, I really bet they really explored the concept. I bet they really uh, uh, enacted the, you know, made good on the promise of the premise with that one. Um, yeah, they, they certainly, you know, they certainly didn't uh, leave it for the audience to fill in the blanks like they do with every single other fucking Scooby-Doo thing. <laughs> oh, Scooby-Doo. More like Scooby-Don't. Yeah. Now I say that as someone who actually loved Scooby Doo a lot growing up, but it's it's not good, <laughs> you no, know. It's it's, it's very stupid. Um, I've I've never liked Scooby Doo, <laughs> and you know, and people are like, "What? No, of course you do. Everyone loves Scooby Doo." Like, and they say that like lit like literally, like, uh, "Yeah, sure you do." <laughs> like, I mean, I, like I was just trying to be like I'm just trying to sound like a grown up by saying that no, I d I didn't like it as a kid and I don't like it now. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I will say this, the original, uh, who, what is it? Where Scooby-Doo, where are you? Um, even today I can appreciate like just how much they lean into the horror elements, you know, um, for a kid's show because boy, those backgrounds are actually like super creepy if, if you're like, you know, but, um, they're all, but also the show is very, very stupid. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, come on. It, it's like, I remember as a kid being like, oh, I know it's not going to be a real ghost, you know, and thinking I was yeah. very smart for figuring that out. Um, anyway, uh, Scooby-Doo, but. Everyone uh, got so tired of it never being a real ghost. Now it's never not a real ghost. Yeah, but that's kind of, I don't know. Honestly, as soon as they start doing that, I'm like, oh, actually that's worse. I don't like that at all. Go back to where it's just a guy in a yeah, costume. Yeah, there's literally no change you can make that doesn't make it worse. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, it's it's bad, but I mean, I you try to solve it. You can't swap out any of the characters without making it worse. You can't add a character because Scrappy Doo completely tips the whole concept on its head. And yeah. you can't 
And, you know, any other characters they add, like Scooby Dumb or whatever, are completely redundant. Redundant. <laughs> and, How do you feel about Flim Flam, though? Uh, I mean, I have... I actually watched the 13 Ghosts with Scooby-Doo as a kid, and I don't remember him. <laughs> I mean, oh. I mean, he was there, but I think I, I have him completely con- conflated with Bubba Duck. <laughs> oh, I remember from Bubba Duck. B- yeah, Bubba Duck? I mean, it, wasn't he a caveman? I, yeah. Was Flim Flam not a caveman? No, Flim Flam was like a little kid who wore like a yellow tracksuit, and his gimmick was that he was like a Flim Flam artist so he was always trying to like you know sell scooby-doo a bridge or something i think like yeah like okay so 13 ghosts was the one where he didn't have a club or anything no no it was um he was a caveman no no he wasn't a caveman no no i'm positive because this was the one where um okay so uh it would have been so much better if he was a caveman that would (laughs) have it was uh yeah because that was the one where velma and fred disappeared and Daphne changed her outfit and they brought Flim Flam in as like a, like a new member of the gang. I think Scrappy was there too. I can't remember if Scrappy yeah. was in that. Um, yeah, he but was, He was there, I remember. And... I mean, I think we can all agree that the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo did have one redeeming element and that was Vincent Van Gogh. Vincent Price. <laughs> yes. So that was, that's good. But other than that, like, it's just, it's another Scooby-Doo. There's yeah. how many of these series? Actually, if, so they've made a new Scooby-Doo series, just Velma, right? That's the new one. Uh, I mean, she it isn't just Velma. I mean, they're all there, except that there seems to be a totally different Shaggy. That's... And, you know, and he calls himself Norville. Uh, you know, okay, so Norville is Shaggy's actual name. Yeah, Norville Rogers. I remember right. reading that in an interview with him. Where um, I, I had an interview, I had an issue of Wild Cartoon Kingdom where they did an interview with Shaggy himself, and they asked him things like, "So, what's actually in a Scooby Snack?" And he said, "On the set, they were just brownies, nothing too harsh. Off the set, what wasn't in a Scooby Snack?" <laughs> uh, it's because it's, it's drugs. Um, now, man, uh, so I don't, I don't. I don't like that they don't call Shaggy Shaggy. I feel like I feel like that's weird. You know? It's like, it's Shaggy. Call him Shaggy. I mean, what? It's like, I guess they did that thing because they're like, well, now that we have Shaggy's black, people are going to be mad because that's the world we live in. So instead, we'll just call him Norville. It's like, that's, what are you doing? What are you even doing? What are you doing? Why? Just, you know what? I don't know. I haven't seen that new Velma show, so maybe it's really yeah. good. I don't know. Um, right. Yeah, I remember when they used to bring out new Scooby-Doo shows and adults wouldn't have anything to say about it. I mean, that there used to be a time when adults didn't have anything to say about cartoons in general. And if you were an adult yeah. who watched cartoons, yeah. people were just like, why are you doing that? That's for kids. And honestly, maybe we should bring those days back. I, w- I would take one for the team. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, what? make a new Scooby-Doo show. Just make it about Fred. Just, just the yeah. Fred show. Get rid of all the, the other Fred characters. Show, yeah. Make it about Fred, and um, then everyone can get mad because yeah, I can't it, make it about Fred. And he builds the others because he he builds traps, right? So he yeah. assembles his own team. There you go, man. Uh, yeah, see, you know, someone should pay us to come up with ideas. But <laughs> anyway, uh, Pop Team Epic. Um, it's it's very random. Lots of things happened. I watched it like literally 20 minutes ago and, and I've already kind of forgotten most of it because it's just like, 
It's a nonstop barrage of strange things, which appear to be spoofs of common anime tropes and stuff. And well, the, you know, like, the opening credits definitely are because the first opening credits, you know, presented as if it were a mecha series and Pee Me were a giant robot. Yeah, like some of these are things that like I watched and it's like, oh, I can kind of tell because I've seen in an anime that like this is supposed to be like, you know, a, a mecha show or this is kind of goofing on a harem show or there are other things that I'm just like, I, I think probably this has something to do with Japanese culture that I'm not familiar with. Um mm. Like uh, I'm trying to think what what is that thing where they're um, oh the one where they're um, they're on the mountain with the mountain spirits oh yeah the yeah supposedly the Edo period version of uh, of Pop Team Epic which is not all that Edo because then suddenly they're in a biker bar yeah they they end up like accidentally killing some mountain deity and then they fight like a like a demon and. Then, then, like this, this person is shows one of the up. Parts, yeah. This live action person shows up, who presumably is supposed to is someone that you would know in Jap if you uh, watched a lot of Japanese TV, because you know the Japanese entertainment industry does not have that many people in it, and you'll generally see the same people in movies that you do on television. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, this live-action person shows up at the end of the cartoon and says, Oh no, you've killed the baby demon's father! We have to undo this! So, the credits ru run over this person rewinding the entire show. And then, we get to the alternate version of the show with the male voice actors, which is which has a number of different things, uh, things in it, but surprisingly, they sing the same song, and it sounds just as good. Yeah, and then like a but then in the end like a second person shows up in the when they redo the Edo period bit. Yeah, they redo the Edo period bit, and this time the live action person appears in time to stop ta stop what's going on. But then a second version of them from the future shows up to stop them from stopping stopping what happened the first time. Yeah, like this is all like I, I'm sounding like I don't that I was like, oh, I don't get this. I don't like it. I don't, that's not accurate. Cause I'm like, I think a lot of this is like, just like I said, it's random. It's not supposed to be like meaning anything, but it also feels like, yeah, like, like these are that, that there, that there is a cultural context that I'm missing that would make the experience of watching pop team epic richer, you know? Mm. Um, cause I, cause a lot of it, I was like, wait, what, what's going on? Oh, these, these jokes are coming really fast and I'm not really sure exactly what's happening a lot of the time. But um, I, you know, like, what is this weird? Like, also this, uh, what is it, that hippo? Hippo potty mouth? Yeah, what is going on with this hippo thing? Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, except he has some sort of horrible tube coming out of his throat and I hate it. Yeah, I was I was watching it. I was like, oh, is that how Japanese toilets are? Because he's hippo potty mouth. I mean, do Japanese toilets have a little weird tube in them that shoots water? Maybe I guess. Oh yeah. Oh, you're right. It's a it's a bit. It's a bidet. I didn't even think of that. Oh, okay. So there we go. Um, you know, again. Well, see, we don't have bidets in America, so this joke doesn't doesn't make sense I to you me. Had one. Well, I mean, my wife did a thing where she attached one to the toilet. She she bought a hose that you stick on the toilet, mm. and then you can just you know you blast. You can use it to blast water up your ass if you want um, yeah 
I tried it for the first time at an Indian restaurant. Of all the places to find one. I mean, I think they're it's it's good, you know? Yeah. Um they they're very effective. It's just one of those things where like my wife was all like, now you don't have to use toilet paper at all. And I was like, Yes, okay. I will. <laughs> but it but I'm like, but now my butt's all wet. So I how do I dry it before I you know, before I go back to doing things? Do 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 I, I will use I use a toilet paper for that, don't I? I mean, I think that's what you're just. That's what I would do. I don't know what yeah. people do. Maybe some people just blast water up their asses, and they're like, "That's enough. I'm just gonna go out around town with a wet ass now." I guess it'll dry by itself. I mean, yeah, well, you know, what we need is a bidet that also includes one of those Dyson air blades. So I mean, that sounds like the best solution to this problem. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, hippopotamus mouth. <laughs> but the uh, last thing you want is for the Dyson Airblade to come on when the water doesn't, because then you're just like, ah, I can feel it drying and cracking. Oh no! Yeah, that would be that would be kind of a disaster. So <laughs> well, anyway, anyway. Yes, pop, pop team epic. Pop team uh, epic. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, like there's a, a lot of things like that. I'm kind of like I'm I'm not like the hippopotamus mouth. I'm like okay, wait. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, it's amusing, but is it supposed to, is it, does it mean it more to someone to in Japan? Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I the, feel like he's vaguely inspired by Shin-chan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, but the, they take copyright a lot less seriously in Japanese, so they probably wouldn't uh, make him look that far away. Right, right. Um, yeah, lot lot going on here. Um, though I will say one thing that definitely cements this as as a product of web a web comic. Yeah, is seeing like the appearance of Cthulhu. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Cthulhu. Yeah, the very first thing I ever saw that was like a uh, English a English language created thing that was inspired by anime. They threw in Shoggoths because man, man p- anime fans and Lovecraft fans are a closed circle for the most part. Are they real? Well, I guess that makes sense. Now that yeah. I think about it, they, they are like huge nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I actually haven't read any Lovecraft. I should sometime. Cause I want to write something, you know, it's, I have. I really want to write this parody of Lovecraft, but first I have to read some Lovecraft. So fuck that. Oh man, I would not recommend it. <laughs> um, I am. Uh, I am not a fan <laughs> of Lovecraft. Um, you do but, not love his craft. No, no. You know what? I'll say this. Um, I I respect him as a um, for for his contributions to the art form. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of his writing. It's one of those things where I read it. And I'm like, you know what? I think Lovecraft, I think you're more of an ideas guy, more of an ideas <laughs> guy than a, than an actual writing guy. Cause I mean, especially if you read the call of Cthulhu, Oh my God, that is such a disappointing story. Cause literally it's this dude is like, Hey, so there's this giant like squid monster that like, Oh, uh, you know, and it right at the climax, it, they, they keep hinting at it, you know, cause he's, He's learning, you know, he's doing the thing where he's like, oh, I'm finding all these old weird books talk about this ancient squid god. And in the end, the squid god like rises from the ocean and they're like, oh, no. And they hit him with a boat and that's how they kill him. They hit him with a boat (laughs) and it's like, that's it. You killed him with a boat. Talk about like 
you know, what a letdown. Um, I, you would... I kind of like the idea that this ancient god that uh, that generations past were terrified of is, you know, no match for a single boat now. I mean, we it, have, it... that we have surpassed the gods in that range, and it, and a boat isn't even new technology. You know what? That's actually uh, now that you mentioned that is actually a very funny idea. <laughs> it, it's just it just makes you think that like. Um, yeah, that like, oh yeah, the the gods themselves are you know um, fall prey to our technology. That we like, oh, we invent. Sorry, like we killed God. How we invented a gun? We just shot him <laughs> with a special gun, not just a gun. Turns out that it works. You know, um, actually, wasn't that like a that's a whole Piers Anthony book? Isn't it? Is it? Yeah, doesn't he? Which one? Yeah, it's that one where, like, Death shows up, and this guy is like, oh, shit, Death's here, and he just shoots him. Oh, you and mean on like, a pale horse, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, and they're like, well... He shoots Death, and it turns out Death is an office and not an individual. So if Death dies, you have to be the new Death. I mean, it's basically the Santa Claus, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, the important thing is that early webcomics love to put Cthulhu in. That was, like, a big thing. Uh, it was second only to like having Jesus show up and like just be yeah. a dude, you know. Um, and that's why and that's why Panic High School never went anywhere because they didn't use Lovecraft because I wanted to put L. Frank Baum stuff in. Well, gee, there's your problem, Fishbulb. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm sorry that L. Frank Baum just Baum <laughs> doesn't have this. He doesn't have the. Um, uh, he doesn't have the same uh, nerd following as as Lovecraft, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, he's no, he's he has much more of a uh, queer following. Yeah, I'm gonna say in web comics, it's pretty much just you and the um uh the you know the yellow brick ramble. Uh, yeah, check, yellow, uh, if you haven't been reading name? yellow brick ramble, go check out yellow brick ramble. That comic's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I don't think anyone, nobody reads L. Frank Baum. Ah, nobody's even heard of the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> um. No, I can't. But anyway, it looks different to everyone. Oh, that, that is true, actually. Um, but anyway, Cthulhu's in this, and um, he's uh, and he's got... just a player. He's not like a, the end boss or anything. He just shows up as part of the story, as yeah, you know, playing a role. Yeah, because he tries At one point, to rob he's just a bunch of yeah. He tries to rob a rob a convenience store. No, wait. Okay, so there's this one that seems to be like them. What are they doing? Is this like Eurovision? It's it's some sort of uh, the the two leads are in some kind of I guess variety show, which is something Japan loves and only comes back every twenty five years or so in America, and and they they say they say oh well it's a, it's time for summer jobs I'm going to look into becoming a clerk, this is a sketch called Clerks, <laughs> and. So we cut to one of them standing at a at a uh, cash register being bored. The other one comes in in a balaclava to rob her, and then Cthulhu comes in, also armed with a gun, and sa and says, uh, "I'm one of the old ones. Repent." And the two uh, intruders start uh, arguing over whether she should uh, be piling in money into a sack or repent. And eventually, the uh, clerk completely loses her shit, and we cut to uh, her having like you know shot up a whole bunch of people. And yeah, it's basically, it's basically Rambo or something. Yeah, it's like a spoof of uh, First Blood, I think, actually. Um, and then at the end, I think then the she's like, well, maybe I won't get a job. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I like this whole. I do like this whole skit because I like the way it escalates and just keeps going. Uh, so I think it's pretty amusing. Um, yeah, I think that worked better than the Edo period one, which was kind of the same thing for the other one. Yeah, yeah. Like this was, yeah, this was kind of their extended, uh, you know, uh, fine, fine, grand finale of the episode, I think. Um, it is funny because the whole idea, like Cthulhu ask, yelling at her to repent is not a very Cthulhu type thing. Like, no, that's, that's Literally, more... he doesn't really acknowledge us any more than we acknowledge, say, the our own eyelash mites. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, asking someone to repent is much more, that's, you know, demanding someone repent is much more of an old Testament, uh, Judeo Christian type thing. Um, then, you know, well, I don't know why I said old Testament Judeo Christian that if it's an old, yeah, I Judeo guess Christian in general, because yeah, Japan yeah. has about a 1% Christianity level. You know, let's, let's work on being as good as them in that department. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But because of that, they don't really understand the difference between, you know, what's good and what's bad in Christianity. And they associate all kinds of devil worship and black magic just with Christianity in general. They just lump it all into one thing. Yeah, they think apparently they think Christianity is way cooler than it actually is. Yeah, um, uh, well, that is that yeah, is funny. The idea then that they're like Cthulhu is basically like Christianity, right? It's the same thing. It's one of those <laughs> one of those things white people are into. You know, they have their squid god. Um, and yeah, it's it's funny because Cthulhu is that's not really his his bag. Um, but you know, I'll allow it. I mean, I don't think it I don't think it ruins the the bit. It's still pretty no. funny. Um, but it should give you more uh, confidence in doing your own Lovecraft parody because it's like clearly you already know more about about Lovecraft and Cthulhu than uh, Pop Team Epic, and they didn't and they didn't feel shy about making this whole skit about him. You're right. You're right. Okay. I mean, my initial plan was to ins- was to make it about Lovecraft characters, but try to write it in a uh, in a shoot. What's his name? Uh, the Oh, fuck. Javert. <laughs> uh, Victor Hugo style. But uh, Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Because, of course, everyone associates Hugo with octopuses because of Toiler of the Sea. So Yes. So huh. I wanted to how you know, I want I thought, you know, if you took the actual actually good prose style of Hugo and applied it to a uh, to a Lovecraftian story, what would you get? I mean, that would be better. Um, I I really kind of wish that they would... I feel like they could do a really good, very interesting Lovecraft biopic. Or biopic, I guess, if you want to say it. Uh, <laughs> I guess biopic makes it sound like you're doing a biopsy. Um, like a, a really I, good Victor... Yeah, a very good uh, uh, Lovecraft pop to Pepic. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, you know, it, it would just be cool because you do a Lovecraft... Um, you know, biopic, but you should do it in like the, one of those, um, you know, where you actually were kind of similar to how they did like, uh, what is it? Like beautiful creatures or whatever, where they have like all the fantasy sequences and bizarre claymation, Mm. you know, heavenly creatures. Is that it? I think it's heavenly creatures is the one where they do that, you know, like, yeah, that's the Peter Jackson movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just feel like, you know, you have a, a movie where like, yeah, it's, where it's, it's shown from Lovecraft's perspective. So he's like, you know, there's like squids and stuff in in the background doing claymation. I think you could do a lot with that. I, I don't think anyone's ever... Has anyone done like a Lovecraft uh, biopic? I don't think someone has, but they should. 
I don't know. Yeah, what would you call it? Love Song from Lovecraft? Yeah, why not? I've also thought they should do a Hieronymus Bosch biopic, you know, Ooh, do the yeah. same thing. Like you could just think about like how you would animate all those those uh, crazy paintings of his kind of Terry Gilliam style. Um, best part is we know so little about Hieronymus Bosch. You could just make most of it up. Yeah, it'd be like uh, the uh, musical version of Hans Christian Andersen. They like they did no research for that. <laughs> I bet they left out all the good parts. Not they sure as shit did. Because <laughs> I've let me tell you, I went to the uh, the Solvang Hans Christian Andersen Museum, and yeah, they left out a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm Hans Christian Andersen. That's what it says in my masturbation diary. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like this. I feel like it's all the stuff that makes it the most relatable. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, I just love that he was a an unwelcome house guest in Charles Dickens's house for months on end. I, I have to say, when I read I read about that experience, and I'm just like, I, I was like, oh my god, I just feel for Charles Dickens so much because I've just you don't want to be an asshole, but come on. I mean, I've known people like that. You know, who are just like, oh, my God, just so extra. Like the point where, like, his Christian, you know, he got a, a negative review and he threw himself on the lawn and just, like, screamed. He just imagined Charles Dickens like, ah, oh, here we go again. Because, boy, he was really, really fucking sick of him by the end. Um, but, yeah, some people, what are you going to do? Um, anyway, a Pop Team Epic. Um what about this video game song? This is really interesting. Oh, um, is this the one where it kind of looks like... What game is this that it's supposed to look like? Is it supposed to look like um, any game in particular? About, it's uh, it's actually several games. And what's interesting is that between the two versions of the song, you get two totally different uh, assortments of, uh, of visuals. You have the, the feminine version has let's see i recognize references to dragon quest pong mega man x both of them start with the atari version of et mm. which the legendarily bad one which i'm i'm surprised if it got a japanese release um i'm seeing is Cl is clock tower i think in clock here Clock tower the um, one where poo poo is chasing pee pee with like big old scissors is that Clock Tower? Mm, okay. I thought it was Clock Tower. I've never heard of that one. Maybe it's Splatterhouse? I'm not really sure. Oh, Splatterhouse. That might be it. Okay. Uh, I recognize Xevious because God does Japan love Xevious. They included <laughs> everything. And uh, let's let's see what else we've got. Now I'm just watching it in, in uh, real time to see if I can identify it. Here's a Sonic reference. And right, I see Sonic. Yeah, here's Mega Man X doing the... Uh, here's Street Fighter... And uh, here's Bomberman. And let's see. Yeah, what is this game with chasing with scissors? I don't know that one. I guess the next one is Virtua Fighter. Mm -hmm. And I'm some sort Fighter. of dance, dance Dance Revolution thing. Oh, here's Mega Man 8. That's where Jump Jump Slide Slide comes from. Mm -hmm. And Co-op, the one where you have to control a, uh, a runner with the four letters of the keyboard, and it's absolutely impossible. And I think the next one after it is Banjo Kazooie. Another thing that I was I'm surprised to see it got a Japanese release because you know a lot of people love Banjo Kazooie, but not fucking me. And, uh, <laughs> what what is the next? The next thing 
has Pee Me wearing a uh, soap squirter on her head. So I have absolutely no idea what that's supposed to be. Oh, um, I can't identify it. I can't identify it by the uh, the what you call it uh, uh, HUD on top. But... Yeah, I this is a new one. I am not uh, no clue. Um... It must be something that never made it here. Maybe it's that uh, maybe it's that one that uh, has uh, muscular men all running in a line. I what that <laughs> one was called. <laughs> um, yeah, this was. Uh... Yeah, um, I mean, I I like that I can recognize some things. Yeah, I like when I and, I and the song is basically shaming you for uh, indulging in nostalgia. So, well, yeah, as well it should. I mean, nostalgia is a mind death, so it's it is correct to it is correct to chastise me for that. Um, yes, but old will always equal lol. Um, then I think the next sequence we get this little bit where they're all speaking French. Yeah, well, this this French thing is weird. They have an actual French person. Uh, I mean, as in a live action French person, and he's uh, sp- he's speaking in he's speaking in French, but we don't get subtitles until the second version, which is pretty funny. You just oh. have to, they just have to trust that you speak French the first time. Oh, that's funny because I think I missed the second version because I thought it was going to be exactly the same. So, oh. uh, what did they actually say in the subtitles? The subtitles are something to the effect of, uh, he says, we wanted to highlight France's traditions in this special, so we are going to send the girls to uh, Brittany, to the fe- to the Festnoz, which I've never heard of. I didn't. I don't think I even knew that Brittany was a place. Huh. But it seems to be, and uh, we have the two girls going to Brittany and uh, taking part in these ritual dances and saying fest does is super fun look everyone's dancing oh i love you Brittany. and then the next day they're uh, in a they're in a church and uh, pp me says french churches really are gorgeous don't you agree only to find that poboko is doing the same dance she was doing outside with the nuns and the nuns have no idea what's going on huh. says, these girls aren't hyped up enough um, well, you know, I have heard that Japan does really like France. Oh yeah, they they like French women. They are a, a big, they're big into that. They're like, I can't wait to go on Air France and see blonde stewardesses. Oh really? Is that their thing? <laughs> uh, it's definitely a thing that comes up in uh, Shinchan. Huh. Okay. I guess it's how like uh, us Americans are always like, oh, I can't wait to go over to Japan and see some, you know, some uh, demure and submissive women. You know. Yep. You know, the grass um, is always greener. The The stewardesses are always blonder. Like, isn't there actually, like, uh, what is it, Paris Syndrome? The par- the Paris Jap- Syndrome? Yeah, I heard... Is that what you call it when the one, you go to Paris for two days and then you can't stop talking about it for the rest of your life? You would think. No, apparently um, Paris Syndrome is when it's a, it's what does he call it, a culture-bound illness uh, of mm. Japanese people who go to France and realize, oh, actually, France kind of sucks. But uh, then it causes them to go into a depression because they have built up France in their minds as such a, a, a great thing. And I assume mm. that there are variants of this for other cultures. Here in America, we, we would probably have, like, you know, Tokyo Syndrome or something because so many people are like, yeah, oh, I'm going to go to Japan. Yeah, we know people who have, who have gone through that, yeah, who have been, you know, very who have had very difficult times, you know. I mean, visiting... 
visiting Tokyo for a week, that would probably be awesome. But, you know, trying to make a living there after having lived to age 18 or higher in, in America, that would be really difficult, I'm certain. Even, yeah. Unless, you know, unless you're a celebrity millionaire who is just used to getting everything they want all the time, then well, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, but you can be fine anywhere then. I mean, yeah, exactly. my thing is I could never have Tokyo Syndrome because the only reason that I would ever want to go to Japan no longer exists. And that um, is uh, themed arcades that look like the Kowloon Walled City. <laughs> oh, I thought one of those uh, opened up again. Oh, really? Well, I guess Japan is back on the menu. I like it. People are like, do you, do you, oh, it's like, oh, do you want to go to Japan and see all Mount Fuji and all the, the culture? No, no, I just want to see this arcade that looks like the Kowloon Walled City. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about anything else about Japan. Um, but uh, anyway, so apparently, um, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of Americans would um, kind of have a dif difficulty uh, with the reality of Japan, same way that a lot of Japanese people apparently have difficulty with the reality of France. Um, yes. But, but when they come to America, they're like, yeah, this is about what I expected. Nice people, but they keep shooting each other. Yeah. Oh, oh, is, is that the what, what, is, what is the uh, well, it is funny how Americans are thought of by other countries, because like, yeah. you know, like if you watch like a European uh, movie and an American shows up, he's always going to be like a cowboy, right? And if you watch like a <laughs> Japanese thing, an American shows up, he's always going to be like a giant hulking black guy wearing like uh, a wife beater that has like the American flag on it, you know? <laughs> so it's like, okay, and well... Gonna be, and he's going to be voiced by the only American they could find who was white. <laughs> and, 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 you know, so this guy who looks like Mr. T is going to be like, hey guys, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's um, it's just it's I guess, you know, uh, I, we, I but again, I shouldn't throw stones because it's not like we have accurate depictions of other nations in our, you know, cartoons here. Um, Absolutely not. I'm, I'm always reminded of when uh, the little we uh, the little clowns of Happy Town. Remember, we spoke oh, about that with, um, yes. <laughs> with, uh, with Buzz, uh, uh, with Buzz Dixon. Um, yeah. Not and um, not Buzz Aldrin, no. Um, and there's an episode of Little Clowns of Clowns of Happy Town where there's a Japanese exchange student and comes to visit Happy Town. And uh, our um, friend of the pod, Orlina, always pointed out like um, she's wearing her kimono wrong. That that the way she's wearing it indicates that she's a corpse. Yes. So. <laughs> So this little girl, clearly she ended up in Happy Town because uh, a uh, hearse was opened up in front of the Yamadas and she hit the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> it's the crossover we always wanted. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, so we're, what we're saying is in America and Japan are different in some ways, but similar in others. Um, I guess they don't have people and shooting each other over there, do they? <laughs> No, they, they think of us as being, you know, very friendly and helpful and astonishing, po astonishingly polite when we, uh, when you, uh, address us as, you know, address us with, uh, respect. But at the same time, they're like, why do they keep shooting each other? What's wrong with these people? You know, that's, it's funny that the Japanese stereotype of the Amer of Americans is that we're extremely polite. <laughs> Cause uh, I mean, cause our stereotype of ourselves is that we're ugly. 
<laughs> I feel like that is an interesting thing because Americans, yeah, we think of ourselves like being very like loud and obnoxious and brusque and like, you know, we're straight shooters. We tell like it is. We don't mince words, you know, and, and that sort of thing. And we just think of ourselves going overseas and being these big blundering oafs. But it is interesting that like, I think in general, Americans are probably one of the more restrained cultures because you know you go to like most other countries and like yeah people are like literally like will get into fist fights in the cashier lane at the at the supermarket and americans are like oh my oh my i don't want that (laughs) why can't everyone just line (laughs) yeah like you know we we live in a society where we're you know we we basically uh, there there isn't a lot of um we, we aren't traditionally very comfortable with displays of uh, things things that don't fit, you know? Like, everything's got to yeah. fit properly. So, I don't know. Like, I feel like we generally, like, Americans are very good at queuing up, I guess, as, as you would say in England. We're very good about, like, oh, there's a line. Let's get in the line. Let's get in the line. Everyone in the line. Yay, Everyone's, lines. Don't, don't cut in the line. We got to be in the line. Americans love that shit. We or like to think we or don't. If you're from the but... East Coast, gotta get online. Oh, online, yeah, yep. <laughs> Out here on the West Coast, we get in a line. Yes, you don't stand on top of the line. Yeah, if you get online, that means you're on the internet. I don't yes. know what you you weirdos in New England are doing. Whatever. If you're getting online, that means you've got mail. Yes, remember that? Ah, the good old days. Um, Anyway, so so uh, these so uh, Popo and Pee go to France. Yes, and make it make a uh, and make asses of themselves because that's all they do in the whole show. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's yes. funny. Um, but okay. Oh, okay. Moving forward to the second uh, video game thing, I don't recognize as many of these. I have oh, no, no idea what the what the one is that seems to be like. A game and watch game or something. I recognize Space Invaders. Okay, I know this. I know this one. Uh, but after that, you have this this thing. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, here's a Cubert reference. I know that one. And we've got. Okay, I have no idea what this thing is. Where uh, Popoko is throwing down hamburgers from a house. Oh, here's Final Fight. I know Final Fight. Here's I think Final Fantasy. Something like Shuffle Puck Cafe. Some sort of... Uh... Oh my god, Cuphead? That This isn't nostalgic, this is new. Oh wow. Well, well, Cuphead was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, Deltarune? Are you kidding? Dude! This is... Yeah, this is uh, not... This is a re- rebuttal to nostalgia. It's like some of your best memories are being made right now. <laughs> um, well... I don't play video games, so <laughs> I, I these some I don't know this Delta Rune. That's like the sequel no. to Undertale, isn't it? Uh, actually, Undertale is the spinoff of Delta Rune. What? Oh my god! <laughs> they keep inventing new video games. I don't know how I'm supposed to keep up. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently Delta Rune was the first one, and then he wrote a totally different story starring the same characters, and that one became a game first. Huh. Um, Yeah, but he was planning to make Deltarune first, and then he made, like, a limited version that he called Undertale. Well, um... So so Undertale's like the demo for Deltarune. 
Well, I mean, I guess the kids like it, so it's all good. Yeah. And they're uh, right. So I I have I well, I haven't played it, so I can't say anything yeah. about it. Um I I just I just know yeah, the kids are really into it. Um I remember that one kid who like who who uh lost his mind at me at my job because I I mixed up sands and papyrus. <laughs> Well, that's one good thing about not having to go back to that job anymore. Yeah, I don't have to deal with fucking kids anymore. Um, you can get anyway. Undertale as wrong as you want. My yeah. favorite, yeah, my favorite Undertale character is Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, I I just love um, I don't know I love Fat Skeleton and Thin Skeleton. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, they're yeah, Fat Skeleton and Left Skeleton. Yeah. And... <laughs> So, um, is Pop Team Epic, like, so are these episodes, like, 15 minutes long, or are these just, like, released as, like, little, like, yeah, the, bumpers, the actual or what? Episode, yeah, the actual episodes are 15 minutes long. There are a lot of shows in Japan that are just freaking short now. There are a lot of anime that are be like, yes, we have 13 new episodes that are 8 minutes each. <laughs> Why didn't you just make, you know, one, you know, hour-long special? I mean, I think like, I guess everyone's got short attention spans now. So, you know, it is what it is. Sorry, what? I wasn't listening. <laughs> do they, uh, plus I feel like this is also very adult swim. That's the thing they do here, isn't it? They would have those yeah, really short so. shows. Yeah. I don't know if adult swim has a, uh, foothold in Japan. It probably does. I know that in Japan, they like to watch King of the Hill and they argue over whether the, uh, dubbed or subbed versions are better. <laughs> Oh my god, so they're like what would so they're like weeaboos for King of the Hill? Exactly. What are they do they have what are they called? Do they have a name? I don't uh I don't I everything is just lumped into otaku there if you're in if you're way too into anything from you know, from cartoons to comics to, you know, watching whether the trains come on time or not. I'll never understand that. So I guess is um King of the Hill, like, are they? Is it exciting because it's like a window into Amer this exotic American culture? I think that might be it. Yeah, because there there are an awful lot of kinds of people there that you're just not going to see in uh, in Japan. I mean, I don't think I don't think there's anyone in Japan that can compare to Boomhauer. Yeah, I guess it's just it's not a um, it's not a it's not a trope that they have there. No. So huh. you know, that was when I first got into anime when I was like 15 or so, I was just like, I don't, you know, this is definitely not like the cartoons I've seen before. It is not predictable. Now it is. Now I've seen enough of it that I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I wasn't really into anime. I was just into whatever was new. Oh yeah. You, you, yeah. I mean, I remember, um, I didn't really, I didn't have an anime phase so much. Um, I, I, Remember, it was a thing, and then I mean they had a co my college cl had an anime club, and I went to it because you know my wife was there, and I was trying to yeah. hit on her. Um, she wasn't my wife at the time, but um, <laughs> you know I don't know. That's uh, really sweet. The idea that you that uh, you were already married, but you just go there to flirt with her while you know while married. Just uh, <laughs> you know, I can't leave you alone. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I was just like, uh, I was, I just missed her so much. I even went to, I, 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 I was so devoted that I even was like, you know what? I will even put up with Serial Experiment Lane to be near you. 
Ah, Serial Experiment Lane. I only remember one line from that because it was so funny and yet so kind of heartrending. Oh, what's what the line? Feel... What does it feel like to die? It really hurts. <laughs> I mean, that line goes hard. <laughs> it does. I remember. Yeah, I, I I vaguely remember Serial Experiment Lane, but I I was I remember mostly just like being like, oh god, these animes. Why don't they? Why can't they ever fucking like get to the point? Especially when we watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh my god. Ugh. Ugh. I am not were a fan were, of. Were you were probably wa- and were you watching that in English? We were watching it in English. Yes, it was. It was dubbed. Okay. okay. Uh, when I started watching it in 2016, they were just taping it from Japan and sending it here. So we just like either you spoke Japanese or you were out of luck. Oh wow! No, we were watching a a dub. No, actually, no. I think it was subbed. Now that I think about yeah. it, well, we because didn't have subs. So, um, I mean, not subs. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was subbed. I think it was subbed because I was watching it with a bunch of nerds, and I think they would have thrown a fit if it was actually dubbed. Uh, so we watched the subbed version, and I mostly remember that it's like, okay, so every week he's going to fight a different robot from space. Okay, fine. Um, and then we're going to spend like like. 20 minutes of every episode with Shinji just on a train, just a static image of him on a train. And I guess this train represents his like psyche or something. And it's just like, I get that you didn't have a lot of budget for this show, but I don't want to watch a static image of a train for 20 minutes. And, uh, and then there was, uh, then the, what's her name? Misato would end yeah. every episode being like, Hey, tune in next week. I'll give you a lot of fan service. She never gives fan service. I don't know yeah. why people keep tuning in with that promise. Such a lie. And then I like, they go to school and every single time they're in school, the teacher is saying, ah, here's a story of the second impact. Oh really? The second impact. Thanks for, you're going to learn about the second impact again. That's all you ever fucking learn about in this school. Literally every lesson they go to, it's about the fucking second impact. And then, wow, it's just like in like America and how our history ends at the beginning of the Civil War. Oh, yeah. How did that end? Oh, it actually didn't. Uh, it's still I going know, on. I never found out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They Anyway, then, you know, just Evangelion, they're like, all right, well, hey, you like, did you like sitting through like 200 episodes of Shinji just sitting on a train and doing nothing? And, and no plot progression happening? And people just spinning their wheels? Did you like that? Oh, are you ready for some sort of climax or resolution? Well, guess what? You don't get it. We're ending the show because it ran out of money. We spent it all on those stupid train scenes. Oh, you want to know what happens? you got to watch the movie. And I'm like, why would I fucking watch the movie? You strung me along for like 100 episodes. Now you got to go fucking watch a movie too? Oh, no, the movie's different. you got to see the movie. Well, I finally watched the movie. And it's like, you're just blowing things up. What the fuck? Fuck the Genesis Evangelion. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I I guess I'm just not trans enough to understand it, as the kids say. <laughs> fucking Shinji, get in the fucking robot. Ugh. Anyway, thanks for joining us for this rant about Neon Gen. This completely unrelated to anything we're supposed to be talking about this episode. <laughs> Pop Team I, Epic. I didn't think I didn't think the Japan month would be so stressful on Mike, but maybe I should find something. Maybe I should find something with a bit more fan service and less train rides next time. Well, I mean, technically, we didn't watch the Genesis Evangelion, so 
So it's 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 just just randomly talking. Japan Month is just me randomly ranting about every anime that I've ever seen. Do you guys do you remember like in the old days when you had to when you want if you wanted an anime you had to go down to Suncoast and buy two episodes of Trigon on a VHS for like thirty dollars? Yes. <laughs> a- oh my god! My girlfriend blew her whole paycheck on new episodes of Fushigi Yugi. Oh my god, Fushigi Yugi! Yeah, my my wife was really into that one as well. The mysterious play. <laughs> yeah. This this play is so mysterious. It's like, wait, what isn't that the one where it's like, okay, these two girls, they go to the Inisekai. One is on the good side, one is on the bad side. We're each going to get a team yeah. of like like a bunch of guys, like and the good guys, it's like it's the emperor, it's the the guy who's um the guy with the cat eyes, the cat eye guy. Mm-hmm. Um then there's like there's the trans woman, or yeah. possibly I'm not sure if actually if that character is trans. The 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 gender bending. I, I character. would definitely say so. Yeah, there was. I mean, there was. I do specifically remember an episode where they went to a like magic healer who was healing them, and uh, one of the little nurses ran over to her and was like, "I can I can heal you." I was like, "But there's nothing wrong with me. I'll heal your perversion." Fuck you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 yeah, my wife just started yelling in the other room, Nuriko, because Nuriko yeah, is her favorite yeah. character. Uh, Nuriko, who died, because you know, yes. uh, bury your gaze, as they say, I guess. Um, well, I mean, and, she wasn't the only one. Lots of characters died in that. Yeah, a bunch yeah, of them died. A, that was a big uh, example of the anime backstab right there. Wasn't there? And also, I think like the team was like, okay. Also, there's like. There's like a little child and there's like a big weird buff doctor guy, but we're not going to, but they don't, they don't do anything. They're just there in the background. They never have anything interesting to do. Yeah. They just end up dying. Yeah. One of of them gets eaten. One of them gets killed by the monster that's on the other team. And the other one, I don't know. He just sort of died. He just just woke up dead. I love that the other team gets monsters. Like the good guys, we just have a bunch of just dudes, but the bad guys, we get monsters. What the hell? Um, I think well, like uh, a monster, a guy who looks oh, like Blanca. But don't they have like a weird guy who looks like the Giver or the Zyram or something who can go like something fade like into that. shadows? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I think so. I, I'm just thinking of the one who always wears a you know a wacky mask because he's actually got a huge, a really scarred face or something. Oh, and is that a good? Thinks he's like a Kitsune. Yeah. Is he a bad guy or a good guy? I can't remember. He's a good. He is a good guy. Yeah, the one with the blue hair. Oh, he's okay. The straw hat. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It's been a long time since I've watched Fushigi Yugi, and I think I don't think I watched the entire thing. I think I was like watched it first went few on episodes. And on. Yeah. yeah, it was. Let me say, well, because when I was watching anime back in the day, I was mostly like trying to remember the ones we watched. We watched Fushigi Yugi. We saw the one Neon Genesis. We saw mm-hmm. that one. That's that. What's the one? The one there's like, the, it's like a fantasy. They go to a fantasy war. It's a fantasy okay. war. Um, there's a character named Dylan Do. Dylan Do. Dylan Do. Who's is this Record of Lodos War? No, uh, we did watch Record of Lodos War, but not. No. Oh, oh, it's Escaflone. That's oh, Escaflone. Yeah. Oh, the one with the noses. Yes. Yes, yes the noses. They have those ski the jump noses. Everyone has these Bob Hope noses, and it's so it's so distracting. I guess. <laughs> no. it, it, at at the very least, it is um, 
it's, it's distinctive. You know, it doesn't look you like know just an more... Escaflone character when you see one. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, let's see. Uh, no. You know what? Uh, you know what you take if you uh, have a stuffy nose in Japan. What? Escaflones. Oh, wow, wow. that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I always thought that that's what Escaflone should be about. Like, they take ma- ma- sniffs of uh, magic nasal spray that extend their noses into swords, and then they fight with them. <laughs> I think that was there... Now, the other thing I remember at Escaflone is they had cat girls. Yeah, I think so. Uh, was, was, is that the one for... No, no, no. I'm thinking of Outlaw Star. That one had a uh, a cat girl in it too, but that yeah. that might have been a little afterward because that I think that was one that got fa- popular on Adult Swim, and that's by the time Adult Swim came along, I was kind of being like, eh, maybe anime isn't so great. <laughs> or, yeah, you know, it's... I think it's I think it's different because it got different for me because I was looking at the entire history of Japanese animation and then comparing it to what was just coming out now and what came out now was you know obviously not as varied because it wasn't the entire history yeah i mean that's true um let's see i mean i remember when i was a kid i i remember there being anime when i was like a kid but really not liking it mostly like mm. like voltron type stuff but i yeah, mean i Vol- guess a, voltron eh. I, I mean i guess a lot of like western cartoons were animated in japan so they were technically anime, but like we didn't yeah, think I of mean, them like that. All cartoons are technically anime because the Japanese word just means any animation. Oh, so. okay. Well, because um, I remember like Thundercats, I feel like was actually had very was very felt very anime, but I didn't think of it as an anime when I was a kid. You know, actually, yes. A lot of the people who were involved with the uh, Japanese studio that animated Thundercats and also uh, The Hobbit and uh, The Last Unicorn, they all got hired away when they started Studio Ghibli. So, oh, yeah. huh. Well, interesting. Um, yeah, weird, I mean... Yeah, the- weird to think that there's somebody out there with, uh, you know, both Totoro and lion in his, uh, in his uh, portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> Too many O's in that for Cheerio. <laughs> yeah, um... All right, so that's that's anime. I think we've covered all of it. Um, we've covered all of it. Yes, we can cut Japan month short. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure there's more, but like, um, let's see. Any, but but let's let's see. Anything we should say? But what about Pop Team Epic? I don't want to Pop Team we, Epic. I I like that they are doing this with uh, web comics, and I I hope more of them get to do it. Yeah, it's um. I feel like we we derailed a lot because this is such a strange thing to talk about because it is yeah. you know it's not like you can it's not like I can be like well I don't well, the characters that I don't like or the plot is is good or something it's like no it's just yeah. it's random jokes they're they're there really is, rapid yeah. they're That's really kind of rapid fire both this and the last one is that there isn't an overarching plot for us to sink our teeth into. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like this one because it is very obvious that this is a thing where it's like the joke is all important. So there's no canon. Things will change randomly depending on the needs of the joke, which I can respect. I think that, um, and, and so there's a lot of, there's a lot of fun to be had, especially when you see the way they really tweak the, the appearance of the characters and the animation styles it reminds me a little bit of um, what they would do on Flapjack, you know, if you remember that yeah. show. Because My first thought was liquid television, but then yeah, I yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, it's it's where the um, 
you know, it's like whatever needs to happen can happen. Don't be constrained by like the series Bible. You know, mm-hmm. we're just going to do whatever I don't think needs there to is a series Bible. No, no, no. Um, so it's uh, so this was fun, even though, like I said, I felt like I wasn't really getting the full. Um, I feel like if I if if I was more immersed in the cultural media of Japan, I might get more out of this because uh, like the Edo period, it felt like I feel like these means a lot of this means something to people in japan they kind of recognize some of this they can get a lot of the little little jabs and jibes that i'm missing yeah but um still as a baka gaijin i thought it was i was pretty amused by the whole experience yes i I really like the comic strip and i'm glad that there is a show this is you know this is the uh actually the this is specifically called the uh, Pop TV TV special. So, hey, we're actually returning to a television special. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so this was a uh, TV special, huh? Yeah, and I mean, there's a series, but the there's a series with like you know there were six episodes, and then there was this TV special, which I guess was, I guess was their way of doing something when they couldn't get everyone together because of COVID. Oh, and yeah. And then, and now there's another season afterwards. So it's like one season special second season. Mm, mm. Um, yeah. Well, good, good. I'm glad that they're uh, keeping yes. busy. Mm-hmm. Well, pop team epic pop team epic. Okay. I'm going to squeeze the part of your foot that hurts. If you're a podcaster. Oh my God. I, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ow. Ha, 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 ha.